0: Welcome to TA1, everything you wanted to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, the still recovering red, recovering legendary Randy Erickson. I am starting to feel better, a little normal, getting a little air moving in my lungs. Um, still not sure exactly what I had other than some sort of uh, double pneumonia thing, where it came from, whatever, who knows, but uh, Paulette... Uh, Got me going, working on me and some good drugs and things like that. So fitness is way, 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 way down. So it'll be interesting to get back to that. I am almost to the point where walking up a flight of steps doesn't leave me out of breath. So that is a bonus. This week is Pete Bagnoli, And yes, we will be continuing our journey, journey next week. Um, just the fact that how sick I've been all week was hard for me to spend any time talking with the team Um, so thanks to those guys who have uh, had put off a couple of the interviews but I think we'll get them all next week and we'll get that going and uh, um, have their stories but pizza Pete's a cool guy. We did this one a few weeks ago, actually before Primal Quest, and just didn't get a chance to uh, to get it posted. So we talk about a lot about Expedition Alaska um, and who he is. Pete's kind of a, I want to say like a quiet teammate and not, not big into the social media and things like that. So um, he just goes there and gets the job done again and again and again. So... There's nothing wrong with a racer like that. So um, I think that's it. We'll uh, get this on going and get it posted so you got something to listen to tonight. And uh, go fast, take chances, and thanks for listening. Randy. Bye. Oh, you do really want to talk
1: to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, because my wife goes, the phone rang twice. I was going, well, I didn't hear it. And then something—I guess the, the ringer was off or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> I'm glad I got you back. And then I tried calling your phone, and um, the phone back, and it, you can't—it doesn't dial back.
0: Yeah, that's because it's Skype. Oh, and I'm—I'm I'm too cheap to to pay to get calls on Skype. So right,
1: right. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Why should you, right?
0: Well, it is because the only thing I use it for is calling you, and it. Let's see, I spent. Uh, I think I put, I've spent $9 talking to people in the last year on Skype, so it's it's pretty reasonable. That's a pretty,
1: that's a pretty good deal. Yeah,
0: it is. So, all right, here's the first question I have for you. I think that I have heard you say twice that this is my last race, and yet you keep racing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I'm addicted. (laughs) Um, it, and It is funny because I, I think I might have one more race in me in Ireland next year.
0: Yeah.
1: But they're getting harder, you know. Like it's taken me a, a little bit to recover from this one, you know.
0: So Well, it was a tough race too.
1: So. Oh, it was. <laughs> it, was it was. It was unbelievable, Randy. It was. You, you would have really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've talked to enough people. I'm not sure
1: I would have. <laughs> so. Oh but how the logistics of it
0: yeah i mean I, I, obviously it was very beautiful and i think you guys all had a good time but i know i know it was really hard to cover from talking to chris and and uh, some of the other people so and and that can be a little frustrating from our end from the media right. end because we're we're seeing all this really cool stuff and you have no way to share it and and right that gets you know really so so we're kind of when that happens we're kind of there doing nothing and in at, le- at least you were lost
1: <laughs> yeah right exactly so, yeah you if you had to make me lost and I'll I'll at least enjoy myself you know pretty much so
0: so tell me about your race I, i'm curious to, um, i'm curious from your point of view what it was like
1: well, I'll tell you, and I think this was with, um, you know, the team that we went there. I didn't know the fellow that was putting on the race, mm-hmm. um, but I heard, you know, through um, uh, Amy and Rodney that, you know, you, you don't know what you're going to get with them. Yeah. You know, he kind of shoots from the hip. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't expecting much, but I, I knew in, in Alaska, at least, it, might, it could be a good one. And from the start of the race, our first sex session that we did... Yeah. It was, I knew we were going to be in some good stuff. Um, the one thing is that we were a little, uh, you know, in the beginning, because we had to take, it was the day before we were doing um, uh, ice rescue, you know, crevasse rescue. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, because I've climbed and stuff, I'm thinking, man, we're going to learn, look, he's going to show these people crevasse <laughs> rescue one day? I say that that ain't, that's not going to cut the mustard, you know? And And I was wondering, like, you know, are they just doing it to, Oh, yeah, we're going to do crevasse rescue. Like, you know, sometimes, too, they they show you about the paddling. You know, you need to be worried. You're going to be in Class 3 water. And then you go in there. It's not really that bad, yeah. you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But the start of the race, we took on, off on this half marathon up to the, the tongue of the glacier. And, I, I mean, it was freaking unbelievable. And uh, we had to cross that glacial river, you know. Yeah. And I I knew we were in, you know, like this is going to be serious when we had to cross that thing and people were getting swept down, you know,
2: So
1: I said, okay, all right, look, I better get my little thinking cap on and start concentrating, you know? Um, but the race started off great and it continued really, uh, just a, a, really challenging, beautiful, fun race. And I, I was surprised that it, he was able to pull it off, you know? So, yeah,
0: I, I mean, that's Dave. He, he, Somehow they always come out good.
1: <laughs> but, really, I would, So well, he had Mike. He had Mike closer there. That's a big de- deal. Yeah. So yeah, and I could see during the things he was making some of the decisions that made it for a little bit better, like changing things or adding things. I could see how he had a good influence on it. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You know, Mike's. <laughs> you can't argue with Mike, can
1: you? No. No. And, and he drew in some of the sections, I think it was the mountain bike sessions, that were really spectacular. They were really, you could ride the whole ride, you know, they were fun, beautiful, and it, it was good. It was nice to have that instead of, you know, hike-a-biking for freaking 20 miles, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, it was, not, and to me, that would have been what I was expecting. Is that what you were for biking? Is Yeah, yeah, hike a bike. Yeah,
1: I i Exactly. I was thinking that we were going to get somewhere, and especially up there, you know, thinking that there's still snow up at the higher elevations. Mm-hmm. I was thinking we were going to walk up and then freaking drag our bikes for, you know, five or six miles over the, the pass and then come back down. But it wasn't. It was in a valley and we rode the whole freaking thing. So it was good.
0: Yeah, it's cool. So did you, where did you guys did the glacier and then, and then. How how did your course go?
1: We got, we went. Um, I think it was checkpoint eight or nine. That there was a decision making from there, mm. and the decision was: if are you going to take? Um, I forget what they called them. Um, oh, what was the um, leg? Um, oh, they had a name for it, like something like Buster or something like that. <laughs> um, Let me just think for a second. It was... Oh... It was like a bone crusher or something like that, you know? Soul crusher. Soul crusher, yeah. 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 So we got there and we had to make a decision and I I, I was a little, you know... uh, We heard from Mike that it was taking teams another, um, like, 36 hours and in the beginning it was going to be, you know, the top teams were going to take 24 and then we figured if the top team's doing it in 24, you know, we're going to do it in 35. Yeah. And, you know, I said, okay, we only have enough food for 24, so that's without food. And we didn't really know what the, you know, the, the route was, because if you went over the top, it could be all ice, and, you know, if you went down low, who knows what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And if you were pack rafting it, Mike did the pack raft, and He said they got caught in strainers. Yeah. And so we knew it was going to be rough. Then we heard, when we were about to make the decision, that it's now, you know, it's taking the top teams, it's going to take them 40-plus hours. Oh, yeah. So, the one thing was, without food, we said, okay, we could do it, and it was going to put us in the top. If we did it, because we were one of the last teams that were going to be able to do it, you know, because we were in the front there, Mm -hmm. we would have been in at least the top four we would have finished. But it was going to take two days more to do that, and we were going to miss the rest of the race, you know? Yeah. And with, And what the chance of, will we be able to do it, you know? So we had a vote, and, um, you know, we ended up deciding to go and continue the course and short course it at that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think from, you know, talking with Kyle that, you know, and, and don't, take this the wrong way but i think they were right on the edge of being able to do it
1: tech oh yeah and and uh, uh absolutely and you know what and because and i've been there you know I, i've i raced you know in that upper echelon yeah. we're not there anymore mm-hmm. so when a team that like tech new and those top you know few teams yeah. meaning that they went and did it doesn't mean that we should do it you know what i mean yeah yeah, uh, And I've kind of realized, I mean, now that I'm kind of, I think, somewhat old in experience, you know, the top teams are going to go and do the full course, and they're going to push themselves beyond. The next group has to move on and do the, whatever they can, you know. Yeah. So I think we made the right decision.
0: Yeah. I was, I was just going to say, is that a uh, decision that was made with uh, age, wisdom, and experience?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. that, that was absolutely... You know, I'm just thinking of going through them going, I've been in that position too many times. You know what? We're not going to win this freaking thing. We're not going for anything. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be have fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not have to worry about, oh, my God, are we going to make it and freaking survive and not get hurt mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever it's going to happen, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Or your race ends because you got to get rescued, you know? Yeah. Or, you, you
0: like you said, you spend two days doing that, and then you get picked up and they drag you three-quarters of the way down the course, and you start again, so. Yeah.
1: yeah, and absolutely, and I knew that was going to be the case of it, and that's what happened with, uh, you know, a, a couple of teams. You know, they went for it, and then they got dragged halfway down the course, yeah. you know. Yeah, so what was
0: what was your option then, by not, um, not going over?
1: Not going over. The option was to take the, um, I think it was six-mile, you're going to pack raft down the six-mile river, mm and to the uh, flats and so you were going to bypass which basically when the teams did that and i think it was only kyle and maybe one other team that got to do some of the got to do the paddle Mm -hmm. at the end of that the rest of the teams even if they finished that were getting shuttled and they weren't going to do the paddle and they were going to end up where we were anyway you know what i mean? so we went down that six miles, so we missed the paddle, which most people would have missed anyway, and then we continued from there. Okay. But that wasn't just
0: like a a pack raft in the middle of a race just for a pack raft. That was pretty serious water, right?
1: That was serious water. Yeah.
0: So it wasn't like you were getting a free ride by not going over the ridge.
1: No, absolutely not. And I'll tell you, after the first packraft and, like, the first day that we hit the fir- the river, mm. we came there. It was like dusk, you know, like, because, you know, it stayed dark. Like, it, it didn't get dark, but it was just a dusk. And we're hearing this, and we're looking, we're going, holy shit, we're not putting in here. This is freaking, <laughs> this is crazy. And, um, you know, teams were getting, the, and um, I think it was goals. They put in, uh, we moved, we went around this real bad spot and they put in and they got flipped right away Mm -hmm. and we were like holy shit okay we're in for some serious stuff and there were a lot of strainers and um it took a lot of technique and stuff to you know meander your way through that you know Mm -hmm. so it wasn't a pushover and you had to be on your game you know so
0: that yeah and was it was it there or one of the other sections where the river got all braided and almost impossible to follow
1: uh that was that first section. Okay. Like where we just went in there. Because next thing you know it's it's split into ten different branches. <laughs> so we were basically, you know, we get we couldn't find our way and you you're meandering and then you we'd we get out and then walk on the land and carry our shit to the next branch and then, you know, try that and then moved over and then eventually we found the uh the main river.
0: Oh. Is that a little
1: little frustrating? <laughs> um or is it just part of the game? I think it was part of the game. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any of us, because at that point too, we were like really like, okay, let's let's get into something that we could paddle because shit, we were jumping out of the river because there there'd be a tree across the the you know the river mm-hmm. and you you were diving out of the boat to get out of the river and then we'd walk around and get back in. So I think we we were thinking like, okay, let's just find this river. Something that's wider and open that we can paddle, you know. Yeah. So I don't think it was frustration. I mean, it was a little bit because you're going, "Where the hell is it?" Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. But uh, it wasn't too bad, and maybe at that time it was, <laughs> but now sitting back, it wasn't that bad, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hindsight is uh, twenty ten, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um. And you know, Rodney and uh, the the team that we had. I mean raft and they've done quite a bit so we were pretty good at hopping out when there was a strainer and getting back in and you know I mean not on wood we didn't go over at all you know
0: that's pretty amazing testament yeah, to your yeah it really skill. was
1: <laughs> yeah no I it, we we had a good team and I think we were smart enough knowing when we you know get out and go around a strainer or something that we couldn't paddle through and then get back in you know
0: yeah yeah able to read the river and, and see what's exactly.
1: coming exactly so <clears throat> What? And I'll tell you, we had the dry suits, you know, and we wore them. And I'll tell you, you know, you needed them, but we were using them for hiking, too.
0: That's
1: that's kind of what I've
0: gathered from everybody is everybody put them on and didn't take them off.
1: Yeah, I, and i got to tell you, that was a pretty – it was a nice uh, – I, I like that idea, you know. Uh, so. well, you don't have to worry about getting – you know, even if it's pouring and stuff. I mean, we've been in races. It's freezing. It's uh, – uh, you know, you have this thing on. You, you're not going to get cold.
0: So, yeah, but it, it, but it wasn't warm enough that you got hot either. No. So, yeah, pretty amazing. There wasn't
1: any point where I said, "Oh my God, I am I'm roasting." You know, let's, let's get get this
0: thing off of there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So and if we were trekking and it was it got hot, you know, warm, mm. we just undid the top and then wrapped around our waist. Yeah. You know. Yeah and had our rain jacket on, and we were okay like that. So,
0: Yeah. Well, and let's face it, how much time would you lose if you kept taking them off and putting on a dry suit?
1: Yeah, it'd be a pain in the ass. you would lose a lot of time. So, um, I'll tell you, the the biggest thing, that, you know, and it's funny, I had one one little breakdown during the race, and it was, you know, I mean, our packs were freaking humongous.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I'm not kidding. They had to be 40-pound packs. Yeah. Oh and you know if they got wet now they were 50 pounds you know yeah. I mean the shit that we had to carry between food um, pack raft um, life jacket a tent uh, you know stove and sleeping bag and whatever I'm, it was uh, uh, an uh, equipment intensive race that's for sure yeah
0: well I think it's also one was the race and I, I would think most people were this way is you didn't didn't skimp on your, you know, you didn't take a tin can and a candle and call that a stove. You wanted...
1: No. So. Absolutely. And and I knew with this race, I mean, like, you know, when we raced up at the uh, Appalachian Extreme, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's almost the same. I mean, that weather, it was usually in May, and you were going to be wet and cold the whole race. We never skimped on, you know, clothes. I'd rather carry something heavy, and then when I needed something warm, I had it, you know?
0: Yep, yeah. No, I know exactly. And what you mean. know,
1: you've been around races that you know these teams that go really light. Yeah. You know, next thing you know, they get caught in a bad time, and now they're they're gone. You know,
0: it's, it happens very easily. Um, at Cowboy Tough, the last day, they had a they had to come a mile and a half down the river. It, it you could take a boat, pack raft, swim, boogie board, whatever. And there were teams that were using boogie boards, and one guy. And it was 90 degrees out, and he got so hypothermic that he was almost convulsing. You know? Yeah. So imagine when it's 50 degrees out, what that's going to do to your body. So, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I'll tell you, crossing these rivers, you know, that they were glacial rivers, mm-hmm. I mean, if you didn't have, there were some teams that were taking off the dry suits and crossing and getting freezing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, now it took them, you know, they had to start a fire and warm up, you know. So.
0: Yeah. So it, uh didn't didn't pay so um so what what was your f- favorite part of the race
1: probably the uh, um the the glacial crossing yeah. it, i mean we were I, i'll tell you it was gnarly mm-hmm. i mean these crevasses were right there and you had a you had to pick your way through this and i'm telling you we wanted snow bridges that very easily could have collapsed you know
2: yeah
1: and um you know, if you went the wrong way, you were going to get stuck, you know, and you had to really kind of find your way, and it it was technical.
0: Yeah, And you guys had a GPS track, basically, right? But that was a rough, a rough guide?
1: It was a rough guide, and you know what? We even at one point, we didn't even use it because we were just looking at the, um, you know, the height of the um, crevasses and, you know, meandered where it was lower, and we knew if we had to climb up, it was going to be... You know, the shorter distance instead of going like we went left instead of right because right it looked like they were very tall and we didn't want to climb up a crevasse, ice climb a crevasse, you Mm -hmm.
0: know? Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. So, is this one of the most intensive gear races, for lack of a better term, that you've done?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny because we've done, you know, some of the uh, uh, Odyssey races, you know, like the, the two-day or 24-hour, and you got to carry all your gear for the, the 24 or 48. But I would say this is probably one of the most because we didn't get to, like, when we left, the first, um we started the race. I don't think we got to a transition for 48 hours.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and you didn't see your bike for five days, <laughs> that which yeah, is e- unusual. E-
1: exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um and we knew after that, it was like, wow, we're going to the transition. Okay, and now you were getting some more gear, and we're just really getting more food, you know? Yeah. Um, so it definitely was uh, an in, uh, intensive race with the, uh, the equipment, you know? Yeah. And it's heavy shit. Yeah. You know, a pack raft, you know, a tent, mm-hmm. you know, sleeping bag. Yeah, and all wet. <laughs> yeah,
0: all wet, right. <laughs> yeah. But, so one-word answer, was it
1: fun? It was fun. Yeah.
0: So uh,
1: I got to tell you, um, if if I don't do another one, I'm glad I went out on something like this. You know, and I've been to Alaska a few times. You know, climbing uh, uh, Denali, mm-hmm. but I didn't get to go into the interior and all that stuff. And just doing this, it was it was spectacular.
2: So. You
1: know, even the bushwhacking. I, right? you know, you get a little tired of bushwhacking. Yeah. But when you bushwhack and you came out on top of the, this, these mountains, you were you had an unbelievable view, you know? Oh,
0: that's cool. So uh, let me ask you this. Which which was the more Alaska of the two, climbing Denali or doing this race?
1: Um, doing this race. Okay. You just got a
0: little of everything and really...
1: You, yeah. yeah. And, the, the only thing that would have been different, like really make it, is if we saw bears, and we didn't see bears, and I'm glad we didn't, yeah. but... That would have been the you know icing on the the cake there you know yeah
0: a little bit question for you and I don't know if you know the answer but roughly how many square miles was the race in do you know
1: yeah i i I'm not really sure, but i don't I don't think it because we started I think it was did you, I don't think it was a lot of square miles, yeah.
0: which is just amazing to me that you could have so much of, of different things, doing all these different things, and, you know, probably percentage-wise, it's 0. .0001% of Alaska, so.
1: Yeah, I, I got to tell you, because I was looking at the maps um, when uh, Rodney sent them over, and I was just looking, I'm going, that's it? <laughs> we only went from there to here? Wait a minute, that had to be, I, it felt like we went from Nome to, you know, yeah. um, but we didn't. It really was in a, a small, compact area, you know, and just the travel was just so slow. Yeah. I mean, you probably talked to uh, Kyle and stuff. I mean, at times we're going like a half a mile an hour. I
0: know it's hard to it's hard to fathom that you can actually move that slow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Until you're doing it,
1: yeah, right? And th- when you look at the time, you go, "Oh, you know, how much till mm-hmm. we get to the check? How far away? It's a mile away. A mile away." You said that, you know three hours ago, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's for people that have never done
0: that, and I suspect every adventure racer has, it's just go find some place where you can't move fast. You know? So, right. I was down playing in the southern hills and coming down a re-entrant, and, it, and, and I thought, I wonder how long this is going to take, and it was 45 minutes to go a quarter of a mile. You
2: know, yeah. just it, up and it,
0: over and around and down and for me, just, it wasn't. You know, you get, it, yeah, it wasn't so bad because yeah, I, I knew the road was a quarter of a mile away.
2: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Well, you know, also you got trees that are grabbing you every mm-hmm. time. Every time you lift your leg, it's getting hooked. Yep. So you got to go down, undo it, and then you come up, and it's happening every time. Yeah. You know,
0: and,
1: and, you know, you wish you had a a, a sword, to freaking machete to chop the shit out. You know,
0: well, or a chainsaw with a lot of gas. yeah exactly
1: that would have done it you know
0: a little more mandatory gear chainsaw
1: well you know during the race too probably one of the you you heard about the um us going down the wrong way on the river did you
0: um no but i want to
1: (laughs) yeah this was um this was the crux of our race we get to um the last paddle on the lake Mm -hmm. So we're going, you know, we're, we're resting for a little bit, and teams are going and stuff. And we hear the teams, you know, we heard that, like, uh, Tech New took five hours and, you know, different teams and stuff, and they started off by saying, you're going to be on, on fast water to start, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was like, okay. You know, I kind of didn't think, and I'm thinking, fast water? I, I, You know, I guess we're at the start of the river. So anyway, we go, go to go. Rodney puts on his... Um, uh, deck compass for a, a kayak, right? Yeah. yeah. So he goes, okay, and he's looking at the maps he goes, alright, we gotta go southwest. So he goes, okay, we're going right. You know, that's where it shows, southwest. So we start going, and we're on this river now, and we're going freaking eight knots in no time. And we're flying. So all of a sudden we're going, and it's like Are you sure? He goes, yeah. We're going southwest, and they said it's going to be fast moving. Mm -hmm. And they said Technu did it in six hours. You know, it's like okay. So all of a sudden, we see some um, uh, rapids, and we're like, this is not cool. Then we see some boulders and rapids, and all of a sudden we start to realize when we pass the. a rafting company, you know, on the side of the thing hmm. that we're going down the wrong way, Uh-oh. and it's it's dark out, so we freaking like, oh, oh shit, yeah. So now by this time we're four miles down the river, and we um, so we ended up camping. We closed up the mistake that we made, and they're going, all right, you got to get on the other side of the river so we ferried you know we waited till the morning and then we ferried across this river which was in the sea kayaks which wasn't fun you know yeah and we ended up getting across because we um kind of went along the eddy for probably you know uh as long as we could and then cut across and then we got they picked us up and just dropped us back in the river on the other side so we were sticking off oh, freaking our race is over now and this is the end of it because there was no way we were going to be able to paddle back up to the, the start of the race so we ended up getting a um, a shuttle back to the start of the race and we did the paddle then but that that put a little uh, scare in us for sure you know
0: yeah yeah. well you never can trust compasses those damn things will let you
1: down every time <laughs> and Rodney's an unbelievable yeah. you know it was just you know whether he was tired he was new and you're like holy shit yeah. you know so. And it's funny because this one usually when we did the pack raft and he was sitting in the back, and I was in the front, so this one with the kayak, I'm in the back, you know, mm-hmm. and now we're on you know hitting class you know two river with a sea kayak, I'm thinking, I don't know about this <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to turn out good, I can tell you that yeah
0: so but
1: but anyway, and we finished up good, and uh you know we it was it was a good race,
0: yeah i, I something i've been thinking about and i haven't asked anybody but what was it like racing with basically no darkness
1: really fun yeah you know what and i say fun is you know you don't have to worry about you know when you go in the darkness you travel much slower yeah and basically like i know for me so this was me and i think it was the team when there's no darkness like you know, when you race and there's darkness, when you hit that two o'clock in the morning and three, mm-hmm. you get those zombies and then the sun comes up and then you're awake again.
2: Yeah.
1: And th- this kind of had that, like you never got that zombie. Yeah. And, you know, we really almost had to force ourselves to sleep. Yeah. It's light out and go, okay, maybe we should sleep. And um, I think we did it after, before that big paddle and stuff. You know, so we laid in the truck for and tried to sleep and we, you know, got a couple of hours sleep and stuff, but it doesn't affect you. Like, it like other races, it was really fun that way.
0: Yeah,
2: because you
1: know when you get the zombies, that's the yeah, I mean that's the yeah. kiss of death. You know.
0: Yeah, It just you, you. You almost don't know. You're not functioning enough to know that you're not functioning and
1: you should stop. <laughs> so you just yeah exactly. <laughs> you, you're you you're absolutely right. And I would think being being in a zombie state with the uh, pack raft and stuff mm-hmm. would not have been a good fun thing. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. So. Well, you've got that experience to know. To yeah, we got a we got a massive packraft. Maybe we should have a little rest.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's one thing. The team that we race with, with Rodney and Amy and um, Bruce. I mean, it's an experienced team, and I think you know we did really well. You know, I mean, we would have liked to done that Soul, Crusher, and I mm-hmm. think we made the right decision. Yeah. But um, uh, you know, I think if we did do it, we would have finished it, but then missed the rest of most of the race you know yeah yeah
0: so you and i think that's something um well i just saw that at cowboy tough with the swedish armed forces team they didn't quite understand mandatory and optional checkpoints in it in it bit right so a lot of people don't realize how much strategy there is oh you know absolutely and and how do you i mean is that just experience you you learn to say you know okay we we got to skip this checkpoint i mean
1: yeah i i absolutely believe it's experience because the teams that i race when they're good experienced navigators and teams and stuff
2: mm-hmm.
1: they they figure it out you know it should take us 22 hours we're not going to get there in 22 hours
2: yeah
1: it's going to take more so you know what we got to figure on you know skip and then you go you know what let's skip it early and keep on going or we'll skip it later so it's it's experience
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i'll tell you you know you know scotty right Pleeman?
0: um i've heard the name and, but i don't know
1: him yeah he was a, a great and and rodney's pretty good too of really figuring out like you know the time that it's going to take you how fast we're moving and why and how many checkpoints we're going to be able to mm-hmm. get and where we should cut i mean it's really it's a it's an art you know
0: no i agree yeah it because it takes you or me and i'm going
1: to include you but
0: you can argue with me if you want we always think we're going to go faster don't yeah, yeah right so that's where the, the yeah the really good navigators like no we're not we're not going to go three miles an hour on this terrain
1: as, Absolutely. Even as good as... And, you know, when you look at it, you go, oh, no, we we should be able to do that in five hours. You know, and they're going, oh, no, no, no. It's going to probably take eight. And you're like, what? You know, how fast we we going? And then you realize.
0: Yeah. You're up and down all day in the terrain and the undergrowth. Yeah, so.
1: You know, it's funny. I did a race, I guess it was last year, and a bunch of friends of mine, they're triathletes that did it. You know, and they were in great shape mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And, and I was racing with um, Rodney and Amy, and, you know, they they were surprised that we beat them. And I was like, you know, I was kind of explaining. I go, you know, you guys, you know, you have to navigate it, but you don't know how to navigate that well. And you can't figure these things out, you know. And yeah. they kind of looked at me like they still didn't get it, you know. <laughs> they just thought that like, yeah, but we're faster than you, you know. And it just doesn't work all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, no, they're not faster than you when they get get in the woods. Yeah, exactly. So, but so, um, I want to move back in time a little bit play this is your life but you you're probably old enough to remember this is your life <laughs> yeah i do all right dating ourselves how, how did you get how did you get into this
1: wacky world um in, into the uh adventure racing yeah
0: no i'm not talking about your mom and dad meeting and
1: <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah right um you know it's funny i i guess it was like in um the 80s and 90s. You know, I was doing triathlons mm. and stuff and getting kind of, you know, bored of them. And I, I read about the um, the Beast of the East, you know, and then the the Eco Challenge was at and stuff, and I go, man, I'd really like to do that. So I signed up for the Beast of the East, and that was that big race in the East Coast yeah. that was, you know, and um, I went down and I took the course. Don Mann did like a, a pre, you know, adventure racing course. Yep. I took that. And I signed up, I went with my brother and a friend, and they were a, du- a double, and I was a solo. And we did this race, and it's funny, because back in those times then, you, if you didn't make the cutoff, you didn't finish, and it was a DNF. You know, they don't do what they do now, move you along and stuff. Yeah. So we were on the last day, we had one little trek to do, and the guy that we were with says, I can't go anymore, I'm not going. And he worked for us, and he goes, Guess, and if you make me go, he goes, Guess, I'm not going to work this week or whatever. <laughs> I was like, What the hell? So we ended up not finishing. So those, those guys, my brother and that guy, never did another race, and I was hooked from that point on. Mm. And, um, you know, I signed up and I did a few of the Odyssey races and did terrible, you know, because I, I wasn't really a navigator and I was kind of learning along. And then I met up with this uh, uh, this team, uh, ATP. It was Scott and Michelle. They were tremendous athletes, and he was a navigator. And we just we really kicked ass, you know, as a team and stuff. And that, you know, then I really gel because then you got really good shape, and you're mm-hmm. racing with a good team. And then it was just off to the races, you know.
0: Yep, exactly. What do you know? What it is? Why some people like you? It, and quite honestly, almost everybody I talk to. The adventure racing just does that it just hooks them it because it's goes one way or another there's there's very few people that do a couple you know do a race and think, well you know that maybe and then they do it you know do a few more and get into it
1: it's like that first yeah, race yeah.
0: either makes or breaks you
1: yeah I, I just think once you do it i mean one i think it's the type of person like you know you want you want the the, the adrenaline and all that stuff and then you realize it's just it's fun mm-hmm. you could run hard you could bike hard and strain hard but it's fun you're doing something different every time and it's challenging yeah. and i think that's what it is and i think the rake the races suck you in too because you know when you see a race in just like alaska you're going to be in alaska most of the time sometimes the race doesn't pan out the way they present it you know oh it's going to be great mountain biking great white water rafting and then you get there and you find out you know you hike a bike in for freaking 30 miles and yeah. the white the white water uh is is down and you're dragging your raft for freaking 20 miles, you know. Yeah. That that shit happens and you know, you hate it at the time, but the end it's it's another adventure, you know.
0: Yeah. it's it's yeah, it's always adventure. Is adventure racing something that's taking you places where you probably wouldn't have gone any otherwise?
1: Oh. Pff, unbelievable. Uh yeah, I I mean to tell you the truth, I mean I can't imagine that I would have traveled where I traveled if I didn't have adventure racing. Mm-hmm. Because I made it my destination because I, I was racing. And I mean, I went to New Zealand, Australia, South America, you know, yeah. Scotland, New Ze- you know, I mean, all over.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, that's kind of the way I am. It's like I really didn't have any desire to go to those places where I've been. And it's like, now I might might think about it, like, oh, yeah, maybe... The, right. Trust me. You know what I found out? You actually can go places where they're not racing.
1: <laughs> that's yeah, You know what? And that's where I'm getting now because I'm getting all yeah. older. And I'm going. I'm going. You know what? Okay. I'm not going to race. I'm going to go there and I'm going to do the fun stuff anyway. Yeah. So I don't have to race. And there's a group of us that talked about it. You know, um, like Mark Latanzi and stuff. We're going. Why don't we just set up like a place that we can go and do all this shit and then we have a hotel at night
0: yeah no i can i could i could see that as a as a uh
1: thing as an option yeah. right <laughs> you know it's but it's funny because you know you got different teams and you know different teams and that's why i guess i i'm kind of in because you know and, and i take you know it's i'm complimentary to it like someone will say hey we're doing this race you want to do it so you go Okay, because yeah. you like those people and you race with them. So if you get invited, you know, that's a nice thing, you know, mm-hmm. and you, that that kind of sucks you back in, you know?
0: Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's the family aspect, you know. It's the going and seeing everybody it, it, you know and hanging out.
1: Yeah, you know, and it's funny because, you know, around here, you know, you got your friends and kind of stuff, but... Your friends that are into what you're doing are the people that you see at this race, and you really kind of relate to them, you know? And it's funny because you go there, just say it's two races a year, you see these people, and you're like, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like you left off from the last race, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. You can, you can have the most uh, deepest, inter- most interesting, most profane conversations with any adventure racer on the trail that, that you can't have in real life.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I tell people, because they, you know, people can't comprehend what goes on. And I said, when you do a seven or a 10-day race or five, it's it's like a um, it's like a marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, you're with these people 24-7. And, you know, you start off, it's great. You're going through. And then, you know, day three, you're fighting. You're not talking to one guy. You have something go on. And you're, you're sad. You're, and then the next day, you're happy. And it's like, you know, you kind of got these up and downs, you know. Yeah. And you you're with people, you know, you think about it, seven straight days, and really it's more because you got the pre and post. Mm-hmm. You're with them more than you're with the family for half a year, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah, dealing with it and be yeah, just chatting online and what about this and that, yeah, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. Okay. It's a commitment. Yeah. Here's a question I've never asked anybody, and it has a one-word answer too, but have you ever raced with anybody that you wouldn't race with again? And I don't want to say it who if there is, but I'm just curious. Oh, yes. Okay.
1: So,
2: which is, and, and which I'm is pretty, fine, I fine. I'm think.
1: pretty, yeah, I'm pretty, and I think it's as I got older, because I, I'm pretty, like, I think for the teams that I've raced mm-hmm. with, I think what the draw is, I'm pretty easygoing, yeah. and I could handle usually everything. But if, if I had a choice, like, again, you know, with that, I said, yes, there's, there are probably a couple of people i wouldn't want to race with again but if it came to it there was two people i I liked and that this person was in there i probably would do it but by preference i would never pick and choose them as a teammate you know yeah
0: exactly so um
1: and and you know you learn what you know you learn as you go through a race like there's teams that come together and people help you out and then there's teams you know there's people that are just They just can't become teammates, you know. And then if you're not a teammate, then the team is going to fall apart. And we finished the races, but it was very stressful. And, you know. wasn't fun. I I don't want to go through that again. Yeah. Yeah, it was was less fun.
0: So have you raced with the same people mostly, or are you, I mean, you've you've had a long career, so obviously you've raced with a lot of people. But has there always been kind of a core?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I raced my first early years with the core with this ATP, and it was with the Scott and Michelle, uh, so that was like the first six or seven years, and then, you know, I started to race um, with um, uh, Amy and, and Rodney, mm. and I've been racing them with the last few years, and then then i raced with different teams, like, you know, someone needed someone, like Mark Latanzi I've raced with on um, some of these, because you know, the overseas ones that people couldn't go and Mark would set it up and, yeah. um, you know, I was... So I raced with him a lot and, you know, he was fun to race with. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, well, let's see. When I first met you, you were racing with Mark at Primal Quest, so...
1: Right, exactly. You and...
0: This is funny. It was you you two and Avril and I don't know... I don't remember the fourth.
1: He. It was... Um, oh, what was his name? Uh, he was another Irish guy. Uh, yeah. um, oh... Oh, it's an Irish name.
0: <laughs> Oops, we're both in trouble now.
1: Yeah, oh, believe me, it's going. Yeah. I think too many hits on the head and stuff. Yep. Uh, oh, Owen, uh, Ian. Ian, E-O-I-N.
0: Oh, Um. And.
1: Ian, Ian uh, Keith? Yeah, I think that's who okay. it was.
0: So, all right.
1: So that, and it's funny because you know like when you go and you you know i mean you look at the name and i think i was calling him owen and it would be like it's Ian and yeah. you're like you know for the 10th time yeah. owen it's Ian. <laughs> uh, Okay, sorry <laughs> so, yeah and we did good in that race and um you know uh he he was he was a he was a character that guy so yeah we ended up having like a little bit of a um there was uh some turmoil during the race but you know like me, you know, you can have some turmoil. Then the race ends, and then you just move on. You see him at the next race, and you start all over again. You know.
0: Yep, exactly. I remember running into him and JD at the top of a in a foggy mountain in Switzerland. They were coming up the hills after the second morning, singing songs because they'd already they'd lost two of their teammates already, but they were pushing <laughs> on, having a good time.
1: So. Oh yeah, I could see those two because that's what they are like JD. He's he's a fun guy to race with, yep. you know. Yeah.
0: This was uh Cowboy Tough was the f- the fifth race where JD and I have managed to have a meal together during the race. So Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it's uh it's worked out are, that are way. Are you going at the Primal Quest? Yes, I am. I just uh this week kind of finalized the thing, so yeah, I'm going to be doing kind of the stuff I do like for Cowboy Tough, all the daily videos and pictures and, you know, reporting for for Sleep Monsters and, and explore gotcha. or compete. And, uh...
1: Oh, that's fun. Oh, good for you. Yeah,
0: so... It should be so busy. So, have you heard about the race? Um, yeah, I think it's... I think it's going to be good. Um, you
1: know... Can't give away any. Are they? Go ahead. Are they following the race that they did uh, in Lake Tahoe the last time? No. no,
0: and 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 in talking with Maria, they kind of realized that they sort of made a mistake saying that when they started. Um, yeah. you know, obviously some of the things are going to be the same because, you know.
1: Yeah, you're starting in the same starting area. Starting in the
0: same area, you know, you got the same features. If you got, you know, you, there's only so many. Uh, like, let's see, you're probably going to paddle Lake Tahoe.
1: <laughs> right.
0: You know, and in rivers and stuff,
1: so... Um, yeah, the new... I think it's the New River or uh, yeah. what do you call it? What's the... Uh, the
0: New River and the... Uh, and the... Uh, let's see. The New River and the... Uh, what's it called?
1: Is it the American? American,
0: or, uh, yep, that's the one, yeah. So... Um, And what's really, I think, interesting to me and I think is going to be cool is they've partnered up with Godzone. I don't know if you've heard that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: so they're going to – actually, this episode, if you're listening to this episode, last week's episode was with (laughs) Warren Bates, who's Godzone's race director, and we talk a lot about that. But um, they're – it's funny because this is what I thought they might be doing. I think they're going to try to put together a Grand Slam, Triple Crown type, you know, three expedition races a year. You know, do all three and, you know, you're the Triple Crown oh. winner.
1: Um, wow. So. course, we're looking at God's own, you know, either next year or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be the world championship at one point, I think. Yeah,
0: I think. I, I, I My guess is next year. His God Zone will be Worlds, and I th- and and my and then my guess is the year after that it's going to be Cowboy Tough. So, oh really? Yeah, They're I mean, Cowboy Tough. It, it, they've talked about it. I mean, they they really want it to be. Um, and, and, oh, it, interesting. And their plan all along is the fifth year of the race was going to be a seven to ten day race, encompassing the whole state. So. Um,
1: oh. So. I hope I'm still healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs>
0: I am too because I'm tired of going to world championships where I don't know what's going on, so yeah, right. Be... right. <laughs> um, but the other thing with Primal Quest is they're doing reciprocating with God Zone, so the winner of Primal Quest gets entry to God Zone, vice versa. Um,
1: oh wow! Yeah. And it's funny that they, you know, you said that because when they said in the beginning, like, oh, they're going to do the course that they did then, I was like. Yeah. And I couldn't do it anyway, because my daughters get married, but I was like, "Uh oh, I did that course. I don't know yeah. I, I don't need to do that again, you know yeah um, yeah, I they
0: they definitely made a mistake saying that they, so and the other thing that they kind of need to rebrand is the guided teams um, right because those all the guided teams are is a team with an experienced racer. They don't. They don't know anymore. They don't know the course ahead of time. Um, I think. I think. I said they should have called them mentored teams. So, but
1: uh, yeah, I think that's a that that's a better. I think I agree. Yeah. So, because I think they had that up in Alaska. They had a couple of teams that were, I guess, guided or. Yeah. I guess that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's true if you say they're mentored teams, it gets a little different, you know.
0: Yeah little thing to it that i think the other good thing that it isn't as sexy with god is um one you know warren brought Godzone back s- six years after southern traverse stopped happening right so his experience with that and the other thing is they're going to be using Godzone's um tracking and you know their back end of all their internet stuff which everybody you know following the race last year's god was probably the best experience that i've ever seen trying to follow yeah. adventure and, racing
1: so and that's important because you know i mean even when we were up in alaska i mean our um our spot the the batteries got you know yeah. wet and stuff so we we'll, you know people go no you didn't move for two days you know or four days yeah. you know
0: yeah i mean what i heard was you know that the outfit that did that's the rod people but <laughs> they don't have much experience with Their spot's getting wet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, we talked about it too. Like a spot is a a safety device that it's going to save your life. You would think that they would make them waterproof. Yeah,
0: yeah, a little.
1: You know, I know that's cutting the course and stuff, but, you know, whatever. Yeah,
0: or put them in a case. Actually, I think one of the big things with those would be, and uh, I've talked about this with, with Craig Brycroft, is make a rule your tracking device has to be visible, so they don't get buried in the bottom of the dry bag in the bottom of the hatch, which doesn't right. doesn't help. So they
1: didn't make it mandatory, but I know during the race in Alaska, as you know, they said keep it out, you know, yeah. put it on the outside of the pack. Don't put it in the pack. We want to see it on the top, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it should be a mandatory rule. It just makes it just gives you that little bit of an edge to make it work a little better. <laughs>
1: Sorry. oh I agree hey believe me I remember the early days you know like you you have it up there first and then if it became a pain in the ass because you had to switch bags or yeah. whatever you stuck it in your pack and you're right it ended up on the bottom of your pack and yeah. now it was mandatory gear but you were glad it was just at the bottom of your pack you knew you had it if you ever got a check you know yep
0: yeah, exactly so um,
1: so I got to ask you
0: the one question that I have to ask everybody there's actually two I have to ask but we'll start with number one um 'Cause if I don't I hear from people. So what's your best and worst six hours of racing ever?
1: The Best and worst six hours of racing. Hmm. Boy, that's that's That can be that's a tough, can it?
0: I mean you get a lot of memories, a lot of good times, a lot of bad times. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to like, uh, like, and considering what's bad. Is it bad that you suffered severely, or mm. bad you had a
0: bads, whatever? Uh, yeah, bad can be a Michael Jackson album, as far as
1: I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, the best six day, uh, six hours of racing. I, I'm gonna say. The the ropes course. I'm I'm gonna pick this. Um, boy,
0: this, uh, there's so much. <laughs> I ask the tough questions. That's why I get the big bucks. <laughs> yeah, no, that is.
1: I I gotta tell you. I think Primal Quest Utah. Mm-hmm. There was a section like when we did the um, uh, the ropes course there.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, I think it was like you know like. It was spectacular, you know, with the scenery and stuff. And um, that was one of my favorite courses, too. And I, I would have to say the ropes course in, in, um, in Primal Quest, Utah. Yeah.
0: So I, have, I have heard that from other people. That that's, that's on the list, anyway. Yeah.
1: yeah, and even, I think it was Lake Tahoe, um, that, that ropes course was mm. unbelievable, too. Yeah, the
0: Calaveras Rock.
1: Oh, my God, I mean, you know, you climbing up to it, and now you you know... And what made it, you know, spectacular, too, you're looking up there, it's, what, half a mile or what? Mile, I'm not even sure. Yeah. People were hanging. They couldn't finish, you know, they were just hanging, help me, mm-hmm. I'm stuck. <laughs> were you up there? No, but...
0: Well, I was into adventure racing then, but this is my earliest remembrance of adventure racing, is watching that on CBS, and there was one of the gals who just was done, and the cameraman had to go over and help her. Yeah, that, exactly. That's one of the first things I remember about adventure racing and thinking, what a bunch of idiots.
1: <laughs> right. Well, as we're going up, I mean, first, like, you know, you're saying, they didn't train to, you know, Jumar up a mile, yeah. you know, and they told you to, to do it yep. and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we've got the six hours of work. Yeah. Um, Oh, boy. Six hours of worse. Hmm. And I'm going to put... It it has to do... Because when I think of worse, you know, there's times you're with someone, like uh, I'll say during there was There was racing that, you know, someone wanted to quit, and you're like, oh, my God, how are we going to keep these people from quitting because yeah. we want to finish the race? And that was very stressful, but probably the worst for me, and I hate to be cold, Um I'm going to say the six hours were probably one of the um, Appalachian extremes. It was um, a paddle that started. It was like a 24-hour paddle. And we started, and it was nice in the afternoon. And maybe it wasn't 24. Maybe it was like we we left at 12 in the afternoon, and it ended at 6 in the morning. Mm. When we came back, when we were finishing, it it went from, like, just say, you know, 70 degrees at night to where it was freezing. We had ice. We were iced Mm. up. And, Randy, I never was so cold <laughs> in my life. And, like, we knew the end, yeah. and we just had to suck this freaking thing up for this, these hours through the night. And I, I got to the end, and my son was there. He was a support crew. I said, you got to start the car and lay me across the engine because I'm so, <laughs> like, so fucking cold. I don't care. I never want to do this again. Just get me warm. You know, I was it was miserable. Yeah. So, all of a sudden you get in the car and we, both, and we all sat in the car for probably three hours. And then finally we go, all right, we're warm. Let's go again, you know. Yeah. And I, I didn't think I was going to be able to finish the race. It was, it was horrible, you know. So that's what I would say.
0: Okay, cool. So I know I keep saying one more question, but one more question. Because this relates to paddling, what did you think of the Cheyenne River paddling in oh nine in the Badlands?
1: Um was that the
0: the, long, the um long paddle on the prairie the prairie paddle
1: oh where it was like kind of the uh semi white water well no, it was just well, it was just a river right yep. and long yeah,
0: yeah, just a river
1: it was yeah, I remember that we had a dragon pull, a, um yep. the raft through. yep yeah yeah it i'll I'll just here's what I'll say about it. it was long. Long, long. <laughs> and I just remember, because I was in the front, and so every time we got stuck, I had it, you know, I was pulling it through. And so it was getting a little chillier at night. Mm-hmm. So now I was soaking wet, and you're hopping in the boat, and by yeah. the time we finished, I, and I remember, th- this was one of my things, too. I remember finishing, and I was really chilled, because I was wet now, and i go to put my dry clothes on that we had, and my dry bag opened up, and all my shit was wet. Oh so i had nothing to put on to warm me up and i was like oh fuck <laughs> and you know shivered for four hours underneath a you know a space blanket yep. you know yeah so. um but i didn't like that but I, i've done worse and yeah. one of the worst was we did a race up in um uh it was vermont and uh near killington and they put us on a river that there was no water in the river oh, well, and we ended up in and that's a you know when I told you boy we dragged our boats probably twelve miles yeah you know you get in for two seconds and you paddle in three inches of water and then you drag it yeah. you know yeah. and that was the start of it I'm thinking what the fuck <laughs> we're supposed to paddle <laughs> you know yeah
0: well that's yeah because and I never knew this before but the power companies control the water up there so they let the water oh. they let the water out in the morning when they need more electricity so if you hit it right it's perfect. And if you don't, yeah. you drag your boat for 12 miles.
1: Right. So, Well, it's funny. Up in Alaska, we did that. And that would, yeah, we had to drag it with the um, the tides.
0: Mm, yeah.
2: We
1: yeah. we finished that paddle like we came down the uh, that six-mile river, yeah. I think it was, and we go, okay, we got to go over there to checkpoints to the left on the bridge and stuff. I, I swear, we were just sitting, you know, we're paddling a little bit. Next thing you know, we're like, what the hell's the matter? The freaking, you would think like the, the faucet drain was opened. <laughs> The freaking water gets up down. We're, we're sitting there we're going, what the hell just happened, <laughs> you know? And then it gets where it's it's like, you might have heard it, it's almost like quicksand.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And you step in it, and you get sucked in it, and sucks your sneaker off and all that shit. And, man, we were like, holy crap. You know, we, we kind of laughed in the beginning, and then we were a little panicked. You know, when we got to shore, and, you know, we had to wait for the water to come back up before we can get out there again, you know? But... Certainly, the water becomes a big, you know, problem when you when you're dealing with tides and you know, dam releases and all that shit. You know.
0: Yeah, it's uh, well, water, my my arch nemesis. So, oh, it is. Yeah, I don't like water, but then everybody's like, "Well, then how come every time we see it a race, you're out in the middle of the lake, floating?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's different. So. Yeah, and, and you you you. You're trying to defeat your fears, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, I find if I'm doing, if I'm working, quotes, you know, filming something, it doesn't bother me. So, you know, that's the way it is. I mean,
1: on any of the races, have you done like the uh, white water, like when they have a, a rafting section?
0: Yeah, in uh, Costa Rica, we got to go. We got to do the white water section.
1: Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's fun when you're with the guide because then you, you know, yeah. you, you feel somewhat safe, right? Yep.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, you just...
1: And we did, in Alaska, they put us, you know, we did the white water, and that was a really cool thing, too. Yeah, so... It was, you know, class 4, 5, and it was gnarly, but fun.
0: So, so it was cool. Okay, this is really my last question, unless I come up with something <laughs> else. So, um, And this is, this is the question we ask everybody. Um, let's say you were going to Primal Quest, and you start packing now. You know, the race is six weeks away. Are you still packing the night before you leave? Yes. Okay. That is the correct answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. you can. And, and for me, you know, I mean, like even this race, you know, you go, okay, the race is in a month. Yeah. And I got plenty of time. And you just start throwing things in the corner, you know, yeah. like everyone does. Yep. And lo and behold, you're cursing yourself because you're going, I had freaking six weeks to get this shit ready and i'm on the last day and i'm throwing shit in and that's what happens too you go you go past something you go oh what happens it's cold now i'm throwing shit in my bag and now the bag becomes you know 80 pounds you know instead of 50 you know
0: yeah exactly so um okay final 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 question have you got all your stuff put away from the race
1: no okay
0: (laughs) i think that's probably the correct answer also
1: you know, it's funny. I it's sitting down. I have my basement. My basement, all my shit, and it's 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 emptied out. Yeah. You know, it's clean and stuff, but it just hasn't been put away. Yeah. You know, and I'm slowly getting to it because when I go downstairs to do the wash, I'll pick. Like I just matter of fact, I just did it um, last night. I picked up a few things, put it on the hanger, and hung them up. You know,
0: yeah.
1: so huh. I'll probably have it done by the next. You know, by another couple of weeks. So,
0: well, that's not so bad then.
1: No. Yeah. yeah. Until I get ready for the next one, you know. There you go. How many teams are in uh, Primal Quest?
0: Sixteen or seventeen. So okay. Um, you know they were limiting it to twenty, so I think they're, you know, it's not a huge race, but I think it'll make for a really good experience. I mean, from what I know, which is a little bit, it's it's going to be a pretty unique experience. So. Um,
1: well, I think it sounds like that what they did up in Alaska. You know, it's twenty teams, and you know, like kind of dave said i mean don't consider this a race con- consider it an adventure yeah. you know and take it as it goes and that's what you got to do with that you know because anything can happen and just go with the flow and mm-hmm. make the best of it you know
0: yep yeah exactly that's that's true so let it let one or two race and the rest of us can just enjoy it
1: yeah exactly
0: so. But Randy, have a, I,
1: I really? I, I'm cl- glad I quit. I'm sorry about that uh, phone not working oh. in the beginning, but I'm glad I got to speak to you and stuff. Yeah. You know, and I look forward to seeing you again. You know.
0: Yeah, well you need to. I guess I got to go to Ireland next year, huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, and almost well, almost like you said. You know what? Maybe we don't need to have a race, and we could just uh, you know you you hook a place and you you do some fun stuff. You know.
0: Well, you know, I do live in the Black Hills,
1: everybody well, like that. that. Well, I'll tell you. I'm going I'm going to keep that because um I, I plan on, you know, maybe cutting down on my working a little bit and I'm going to do a trip uh my daughter lives in Colorado. Oh. Uh so I'm going to kind of go there and then I want to take my wife up to the the Black Hills because I had such a good time up there, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, we had- And that
1: was probably one of my best races too. Like when I look back, it was very subtle that race that they did, you know, in mm-hmm. South Dakota. Yeah. But I'll tell you it was one of the best races. That was, I mean, for the things that we saw, yeah. and the mountain biking, and the black, uh, the badlands, and all that stuff. Yep. It was fun. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I Roy Malone has done
0: all the race, all Primal Quests, and I asked him which is his favorite, and he said it was Badlands, Black Hills Badlands, because yeah. you could go anywhere. It was there was no place in the race that said okay, you had to go this way, and yeah.
1: So that's what he liked about it. You know, and I I, I put prime, like, um, Utah, because I I just, I I like the heat, and Mm -hmm. I thought it was some fun, different things, you know, like the mountains and stuff. But I'm going to say for one of the races they put on, and I thought it was, like, you know, everyone said it was put on quick and whatever, it was South Dakota for for cool things, you know.
0: It was a cool, it was a cool course, and I, I will... When I post the show notes, I'll put a link to the video that you have a semi-important part in. <laughs> oh, all right. You're not. That even, sounds good. You're not even in it, but you're almost the most important person in the video. <laughs> oh, now you, I'm intrigued. I know everybody should be intrigued and watch it. So, well, cool. This oh, has sounds... been fun. So.
1: Hey, yeah, I really. Hey, listen, have a great time out there. I'm going to. And um, and I I guess you know I'll. I'll I'll talk to you. I'm gonna. I'll be online, and uh, I'll, I'll see about you uh, in uh, Ireland, maybe. That would be fun. So,
0: all right. Well, I'll, I'll get you some,
1: yeah. some information and stuff on it. You know.
0: Okay. Well, I got to tell everybody to go fast and take chances, and and tell you to. Thanks for the conversation.
1: Yeah. Hey. Thanks, Randy. It was good talking to you. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
3: gonna get it on, soon I'm gonna be long gone, I'm on my way to Costa Rica, I worked hard for 30 years, now there'll be no more tears, I'm finding me a señorita. retirement, whoo retirement, whoo I'm out here, so long, I'll see ya, retirement, Yahoo! retirement, oh boy, Goodbye, hasta la vista. Social Security gonna take care of me. I have a little place right on the beach. Pick me up a little Spanish, get my body sort of tannish. Keep a glass of rum in easy reach. Retirement, hooray, retirement, whoopee. I'm out of here, so long, I'll see ya Retirement, yahoo, retirement, only boy, goodbye Hasta la vista All the kids are grown and gone, long ago the wife moved on I've been getting ready in small stages I sold the bloomin' house last week. Got my ticket as we speak, and now I'm off to shade and flipping pages. Retirement, whoopie! Retirement, whoopee, I'm out of here. So long, I'll see ya. Retirement, yahoo! Retirement, oh boy. Goodbye hasta la vista. Credit cards are in a pile, rip them up and watch me smile, leaving all my problems behind. Stretch myself out on the sand, soak up razor play a hand, checking out the sweeties that I find. Retirement, hooray, retirement, whoopee, I'm out of here, so long, I'll see ya. Retirement, Woo-hoo. retirement, oh. Uh, La Vita. Oh, man. This is living. Ring, ring, I hear a sound. Huffly quiet, dark around. Things here are not just what they're seeming. This comes as some bad news. Guess I only took a snooze. Too bad for me. I was only dreaming. (laughs) Retirement. 10 or so more years, retirement, retirement, just a dream for now, sweat and tears, (laughs) retirement, retirement, just a dream stuck here for 10 more years.